I remember exactly what it was like when I first started studying business administration and I definitely made a lot of mistakes. So I arrived at the very first day at the University of Mannheim. It is a castle, okay? So it's quite impressive. I arrived there, saw the big castle, and then immediately, of course, you see all the different people that you're studying with, right? And I saw all these people wearing polo shirts and Gucci loafers. And on top of the ones rocking their loafers, the really sophisticated ones had monk's traps. <laughs> Obviously not, right? So not everybody was wearing uh, polo shirts and Gucci loafers. Some had normal shirts and some also had suits. Luckily on that very day I was wearing a polo myself too instead of my usual Nike sport suit. So I had that going on for me, which was nice. Check! First step, great. Now it became more challenging. So you know, so I arrived, I was extremely confident. I knew that I wanted to become filthy rich and powerful. I knew I was at a great institution in our country that was going to help me achieve that. And then I walked into the lecture hall, you know, the biggest lecture hall of the university called Audi Max. So you have, you know, hundreds and hundreds of students sitting there. I sat down there too. And I remember one thing very vividly. The professor came up to the stage, started, you know, greeting us, welcoming us, hello everyone, and asked one question. Who of you, please raise your hand if you have been in the top 10% of your school before you came to this university? And all the hands went up. So literally everybody raised their hand saying, yes, I'm the elite. And that was the moment when I realized, okay, like you dealing, I mean, you just leveled up, right? This is the Champions League. I was the best in school and I was doing really great, you know, for the past couple of years, but now everybody here is like me, apparently. So that's essentially how the next couple of months continued of me studying business administration. You know, other people were throwing around words like bulge bracket, top tier, second tier, target, non-target, capex, IRR. And to me, all of that was still a bit foreign. You know, I mean, I knew very, very early that I wanted to be extremely, extremely successful, build something on myself, have power. That was always a, you know, like a leading motive for myself, starting from when I was 16. But I never knew a lot about all these different institutions, you know, Goldman Sachs, whatever the heck, right? And people there, so these business administration students, they were really obsessed with all of that. By the way, I made one video, why are people so obsessed with Howard, Goldman and McKinsey? So if you want, just check it out. And it's also available in my podcast, of course. Okay, but quintessentially, I realized I have a lot of catching up to do. So apparently these other business administration students, they have been doing some homework already before they got into the university. You know, maybe all of them had been pumpkin customers, you know, like our ideal customers, they come to us actually before or right in the first semester of their studies in order for us to really get them up to speed and optimize their whole study period. Anyways, I actually came up with a plan, you know, I said, I mean, there's like every week, there's another company coming on campus, you know, there's KPMG, there's McKinsey, 
there's Bank of America. Let me just go to a couple of these workshops. Let me talk to the people, get a bit more knowledge. So I went to all of these, you know, events, collected some name cards, you know, also did some networking. I was always quite good with networking, but it turned out all of this really didn't help. I was more wasting my time because I didn't go to the right events. I didn't focus on the right activities at the beginning of my study. So a lot of time was wasted. And looking back, I would have definitely done it a little bit differently here. Now, first exam, okay? So I was, I mean, I was super excited. Everybody was, all my friends. At that point, I had a couple of very good friends. So very, very grateful for that. Found very nice friends. And we all walk up to the room, you know, where we know now the exam is going to be taken. It was financial mathematics. And I said, cool. I mean, I've always been a a great student in the last years of my school before that I was terrible but somehow I'm going to manage the situation right so sat in there took the test afterwards was like mm, okay maybe it was not perfect couple of weeks later we get the exam results boom completely screwed and it was in this moment that we knew we were f***ed. so if at that point I already had some of the pumpkin learning methods for business administration students wouldn't have been a problem, but I completely screwed this one up. On the other hand, there were some positive points to it. This was kind of like a wake up call because I really saw, okay, it's not going to be as easy as it was before. And so I said, okay, let me work a bit more on the practical experience, right? I need to do a lot of internships. I need to get that practical experience in. So, you know, created my CV, send it out to a couple of firms, you know, like the big four and so on. All rejected. <laughs> Goddamn. When I look at my CV today, blah, I wouldn't even consider myself back then as a room cleaning service here in Shanghai today. But you know, that's what happens if you just follow blindly a couple of the templates and frameworks you get about how to write a brilliant CV online on Google. By the way, also here, watch the video CV review by McKinsey Principle. My video will open your eyes definitely. Okay, now fast forward a bit, right? Actually, I was super lucky. The first internship, I scored one internship. I don't know how I did it, but I scored an internship with a guy right now. So back then he was an ex Siemens management consultant. Later on, he went on to join Boston Consulting Group and then he joined Roland Berger where right now he's working there as a partner and I learned a great deal from that guy not really on how to like how consulting works I still had no clue but about running startups building startups and so on during that first internship things really started taking a bit of a turn so I started growing my network on LinkedIn. I looked at different profiles, you know, I started benchmarking these people. What did they do in the past that let them have this nice steep career path? I also started getting into learning methods. You know, how do you learn most effectively? How can you be a great student? Something, for example, I also discussed with uh, my friend David Döbele. Video is called how to get straight A's to enter jobs like investment banking or consulting. And through that switch, then finally a couple of things happened later on. I scored a number of great internships in the very broad field, exactly as I wanted to in the Federal Bank Markets Department, at the Venture Incubator, at Rocket Internet, at an SME consulting company in India. 
So I really used my business administration studies to their full potential. Later, straight out of undergrad, got into Roland Burger where I wanted to be because it enabled me to build a business on the side, partly exited my ventures in Germany, went to Shanghai, heading a startup accelerator here, working on multiple, multiple ventures here, all of them having extremely high financial upside. Another video recommendation, how I got into consulting as an undergrad. Look for it. And even though now here in Shanghai, I'm super engaged in venture capital and startup acceleration, I still find time on the side to do things like pumpkin, to help people, you know, students get from where they are, prepare themselves to take the right internships, coach them along the path, give them CV reviews and help them to then in the end, when it's time for them to apply for full-time positions, make sure they are ready, they have the right CV, they have done everything right during their studies and they get the job. So I must have done something right, but I'm not as naive to say, you know, I, I had the big master plan all along. I knew exactly what I was doing during the studies because I wasn't, you know. Fact was, I was also extremely lucky. Looking back, I wouldn't have done a lot of things extremely differently, but all of that just came out of pure luck. So here's the biggest mistakes that I did that actually could have broken my neck and I wouldn't, definitely wouldn't be sitting here. First of all, thinking about my studies. You need to think, hombre. <sighs> As I said, I always knew I wanted to do business, you know, I wanted to be powerful, I wanted to conquer the world. And I knew that business administration studies maybe gets me closer to there, right? After all, the study name is business. So of course it will make me a great businessman, right? Wrong. There's so many, many other subjects that I could have taken into account and I really didn't do my research before. Now, do I regret it? No, business administration is a great subject, but I really didn't know what I was buying before I signed up for it. Secondly, what jobs can you do afterwards? As I said, I had never heard about things like asset management, management consulting, strategy consulting, what the hell? Freaking hedge funds, private equity, venture capital. I just knew I wanted to build a big business. And that's of course not enough. Thirdly, career and study planning, a so-called master plan. I didn't really, at least for my studies, have a clear master plan on what internships to do when and how to strategically exit after my studies, what initiatives to engage in. I just did all of these things and in the end it just somehow turned out all right. But I could have also easily just wasted two or three semesters doing nothing, just focusing on my grades, you know, and watching all of my colleagues, all of my student friends get ahead of me. So that's just very frankly how it went for me. And now reflecting also while doing this video, you know, it really turned out like if I look back, I was extremely lucky. Of course, I was also proactively putting myself into the environments and into the situations to be lucky. But this could have also easily turned out completely differently. And then I know sitting here or sitting somewhere else, maybe still in Germany, I would be looking back and you know what I would have? And that's the worst thing man or woman can have looking back at their life. It's freaking regrets. If you try something and you fail, 
That's one thing, that's alright. But if you don't know about that opportunity, if you didn't do your homework, and then looking back you think, oh, if I had only given it 100%, now I regret it. That's, to me personally, that's the worst feeling. And there was also one reason why, you know, months ago when David and Jonas approached me and we talked about, hey, you know, should we do something in the direction of pumpkin? Um, I was like, yeah, I mean, let's do it, you know? Financially, this by far doesn't have the biggest upside opportunity from all the things that I'm working on right now. But it's just worth it. It's exactly one of the biggest things that I was struggling with in the past, you know? To really plan out a master plan for my studies and for my career, take the right steps, talk to the right people, you know, have access to these people from Goldman or McKinsey or whatever, right? And be able to ask them some questions. Anyways, best comment from last week. Oh wait, first let me recommend the video. 4.0 GPA student, how to get straight A's to enter jobs like investment banking or consulting. With my friend David Döbeli, check it out. And my favorite comment from last week, sounds like you recorded the audio with a toaster. No, it was actually a potato.